0: Welcome back to another episode of JBC Sports. I'm Josh and today I'm here with Cody, one of our two co hosts. Bryce is uh currently on a phone call on the other microphone right now.
1: He didn't mess up your uh he, do it. he didn't mess up your intro by giving you a weird look when you're doing a countdown. I know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh as you guys know, I think we'd mentioned it before, he's a teacher and he also coaches basketball team, so he had practice today and couldn't make it to the actual pod, so he's on a call. I hope he doesn't run like
1: Coach K. <laughs> oh boy. He ran a lot. I I think
2: I was even more pissed off looking than Coach K last night after our game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, so uh yeah, just I mean it might sound a little different, but <clears throat> I mean he's on speakerphone through a microphone. So bear with us. We're gonna do what we can and let's get started. Let's uh obviously the biggest news this week is the Super Bowl. We had Tom Brady and Tampa Bay. The Tampa Bay Gronkineers. Yeah, honestly. Absolutely insane. That guy, seven rings. Oh. Is he ever going to quit?
1: I freaking hope so. I mean, I was sick of him like on the Patriots. I'm kind of glad he went somewhere else because I actually like him now. But, like, 20 seasons, that's enough, dude. Hang, <laughs> hang it up. Go out on top.
2: No, he doesn't need to hang it up. He's going to be playing until he's going in a wheelchair. He does not look like a normal 43-year-old. No. The guy spends millions of dollars on his body. He's not going anywhere until he actually might die on a football field.
1: Did you see what he posted the other day? Like him like drunk walking. He's like nothing to see here. It's the avocado tequila. Yeah, he was mangled.
2: Just a couple couple shots.
1: Avocado tequila. What a guy. Dude, that bolt parade was
0: insane. Did you guys see him throw the freaking trophy? I wish I would have went in the water.
2: Did you
1: hear?
0: Daughter? Yeah, she's like, she's like, no,
1: no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Like, literally, I I, I, we all said Tampa Bay was going to win, right? Yeah, we did. Tyler, our special guest last week, Tyler said the Chiefs. It it was all narrative driven. Like first time ever Super Bowl teams playing at home. Tom Brady first season as a Buccaneer. Like, I mean, listen, like the Chiefs.
0: Like over the years, you've never wanted to bet against Tom Brady. I mean. Obviously, there's been times where Tom Brady's lost. Like the Patriots, I mean, as much as they were invincible, they lost a few times. Like the Giants beat them, Seahawks should have beat them. Like there were teams that beat the Patriots, and like the Chiefs were one of those teams that. It was hard to bet against them, too. So, I mean, I understand, like, where other people were coming from betting on the Chiefs. You didn't
1: want to bet against the Chiefs recently because the won the last 25 of 26 before the Super Bowl, which is just absolutely ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But missing two offensive linemen and then, like, switching around your offensive line, that's going to mess it up. And, like, Tampa Bay's got a really good defense. They blitzed five times during that game. Five. That's it? Five times. Yeah, five.
0: That's it. So literally, nothing. just the the D line was just dominant. Like, and
1: Mahomes ran for almost 500 yards before he threw a ball mm-hmm. all game. That's just absolutely insane. Scrambling yards. Yep. For, but not scrambling. Literally scrambling backwards. Like, the the guy's just not even human. Like Mahomes can be good for a long Dude, time to come. But... Some
0: of those throws that he almost made were absolutely insane. His receivers didn't did nothing to help him out. <laughs> I yeah. mean we we were all together watching the game. Like I know all three of us saw the balls off the face mask, Travis Kelsey looking very unsure about his hands. Like, that was weird.
1: Um, so, er, one of the guys that we listened to on v he said his wife thought uh, Mahomes looked sick. Like, he just looked green, Um, <laughs> which I, I knew he didn't look right when I was watching him. But, like, I think the whole Andy Reid-Son thing might yeah. have affected everybody, too. Especially Andy Reid.
0: Yeah, he didn't. He didn't look right. I don't know their game. I I know he said they had their game plan in already before all this came out about his son and that whole accident and everything, but they just didn't look right. Like <laughs> I don't know, it just wasn't the same. Like Andy Reid off of a buy type look to their offense.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying this because obviously I bet it, but I think one of their problems was right away too is they abandoned the run in the first mm-hmm. half, when it was actually working pretty decent, and then they. They ran it at the start of the second half. It was effective, and then they just got down too much to run it again. So, I thought they should have ran it a little bit more in the first half, take a little more pressure off of Mahomes because he was doing everything all the way to the world was on his shoulders.
0: Yeah, I I hundred percent agree with that. I mean, we were, obviously we all watched the game together, and like it was it was clear that they should have ran the ball more in the first half. Like, it, I I know the Bucks defense is very good against the run, but the Chiefs looked like they could have ran the ball.
1: Clyde was gashing him for at least like six yards every time he touched the ball. They almost. just completely
0: went away from it. Yeah. Like the last two minutes of the half <laughs> absolutely killed the Chiefs. Because it should have been 14 6 going honestly, it could have been technically it should have been ten to ten to six or ten to three, I believe. And then the Chiefs uh Chiefs had the ball and the Chiefs should have ran the ball. And it, the Bucks had no timeouts. Like, they could have literally took the clock all the way down, guaranteed that the Bucs didn't get the ball before the half. And they decided to throw the ball. Tyree Kill goes out of bounds first down. Like, And then they end up kicking – I think they kicked the field goal to, to make it 10-6 or, or uh, 14 – it was 14-6, but they sh- it should have been 10-6 because they should have held the held the Bucks to three there. But it was 14-6, and that's what it should have been at the half. But Andy Reid decided to call his timeouts, like –
2: yeah, it was frustrating watching the Chiefs call timeouts too towards the end of the half. Well, that's what I
0: mean, like, yeah, like, it was just... just
2: gave, you can't give Tom Brady chances.
0: Ba- yeah. I mean, Patrick Mahomes has bailed out Andy Reid, like, multiple times in his couple-year career so far. Like, Andy Reid was always, like, pretty iffy on, on clock management, and it definitely showed, and, and Pat Mahomes didn't bail him out this time, so...
1: Well, Mahomes receivers didn't bail out Mahomes. No. I but, mean, yeah.
0: yeah, but you know, you know what I mean? Like the timeouts were just, it, I understand maybe first down. Okay. First down, you call the timeout. If you get a stop on second down, like an incomplete pass or like a a stuffed run or whatever, then you call another timeout and then you have a chance at getting the ball back. But when they got eight yards on second down and it was third and two, why are you calling a timeout there? <laughs> Like, chances are Tom Brady's picking that first down up, and then you give them more time because they only had the one time out. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I don't know. That was a big turning point in the game. I know the Bucs defense
1: made it hell all day, but... I will say for futures next year, I don't know, I don't think they have odds up right now, but uh, I'd be looking to bet Tampa Bay to win their division next year, I think pretty easily, if you can get a good number. I mean, Drew Brees retiring, even though the Saints are in, like, cap hell. They're still, like, $80 million like, in the hole. Mm-hmm. I think they got to, like, somehow maneuver their roster around. I don't think they'll be as good. Panthers aren't going to compete. Panthers aren't going to compete as... Well, I think they take a step up, but, like, I don't think they're going to be anything special. And then Atlanta, like, that's just a shit show right now, too. So yeah, that's not going to happen. I'll, I'll be looking to bet Tampa for futures next year when the Lions come out and stuff, if it's a good number. So, yeah. Hell, possibly even to win the NFC. Like, Packers got to maneuver their roster around. The Rams, I don't think the Stafford trade really moved the Rams' needle for next year because they're in kind of a cap-held situation right now, too, with, uh-huh. like, no draft picks. So, Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about when numbers come out, but, like, I like the Bucks next year. Everybody wants to take a deal to go back to play the Brady, so. I mean, he said
0: he's going to play, so. I, yeah. I I mean, why wouldn't you bet on them at least to win their division? Like. Yeah. Who knows about the NFC, obviously, but yeah. Yeah. So the game, um, it came dog and under. So the underdog covered, obviously, one outright and the under hit, which probably surprised a lot of people. I mean, I teased the under, er, or the over with the Buccaneers in the game. (laughs) I got burned. I definitely, I mean, I had it at 49. I didn't think it was possible that both these teams weren't going to score 49 points, which Chiefs not scoring a touchdown, that's not going to help an over, so um a couple other props um the big one that people like to bet is the coin toss landed heads McAfee it, la- it lands heads quite a bit in the Super Bowl I, I don't know what it is about the Super Bowl I mean they have the celebrity or or whoever they have come flip the coin so maybe it's the way they flip the coin compared to a ref in a normal week of the NFL season but I don't know something about it hitting heads in the Super Bowl I don't
1: know McAfee wanted to retoss because the chick like <laughs> messed a, up the toss yep. Oh. Uh, I bet that's Tampa bad. Bay I bet Tampa Bay plus eight and a half second half and I bet it on Tom Brady winning Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Even though it was minus two twenty five, like that's still a good price. What was that Bryce?
2: I think the only reason Gronk didn't get the MVP trophy, cause the NFL knew if he got it, he'd break it and they'd have to repay it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, he would have, dude, every time he gets something in his hand he Gronk smashes it. <laughs> like... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That guy, He, you, he's a bad matchup for that Chief. Like, in their other matchup earlier this year, whatever, I think it was week, what, 11 they played? Somewhere around there. Um, Gronk killed him that week. I don't remember the exact stats, but he had a big game that week, too. Like, Gronk, like, Brady trusts Gronk, obviously. He wanted him to come play there. So, in the Super Bowl, the biggest game of the year, when it's all on the line, you knew Brady was going to Gronk, and I wish I would have saw that before the game and thought about that because I I didn't bet anything on Gronk, and I wish I would have.
1: Yeah. I wish I have bet his prop over, too. Yeah.
0: So, so uh, one other prop, um, the National Anthem, another fun exotic prop that people like to <clears throat> bet on the Super Bowl. Uh, the guy recording about a week before the uh, Super Bowl, outside the stadium about a half mile away, was spot on. It was two minutes and about 16 or 17 seconds. I think that
1: was a few days before the Super Bowl because we yeah. talked about it. I said I like the under. And then I saw that tweet yep. on Twitter, I retweeted it to my Twitter, so
0: Yeah, he he was
1: uh he recorded basically from outside the stadium when they were doing
0: their rehearsal and it flew over two minutes. So it's just insane. Which I mean like I said, it's when you have two people doing it compared to one, it's chances are it's gonna go like they're gonna have to collab in some way and it's likely gonna be a little longer than what both of them would do individually, so I don't know. That one was a tough one. Do you think uh, that
1: gets leaked every year? Because it pretty much has been almost that's every why, single year. That's but.
0: why Vegas books or DraftKings, FanDuel, all the ones that are in the U.S. now, they don't. They they're not allowed to offer that. Yeah, because it's not a box score thing. Like you can't, uh, you can't. Basically, you can't grade that off of a box score. So they're not allowed to post it, especially because of something like that where there's like collusion or whatever where a guy videos outside the stadium or has inside information
1: about the rehearsal speaking so. of collusion and books in the u.s not offering that prop the bet the guy made for a streaker putting fifty thousand dollars that's fake Crux too. Shit. that's fake because i thought that was fishy
0: right away when i yep. first read it so like i did some digging and like i mean as a better like i obviously i've been doing this for a little while like. I know what what you can get down on certain props. Like, there's no way in hell he got fifty thousand dollars on a streaker at a Vegas book. Not a chance. And all these professionals on ESPN and all these places saying that offshore books like Bovada and Bet Online and My Bookie and Bookmaker, all these different places that are offshore books, are the same as Vegas. Are literally stupid. And you guys need to stop talking about sports betting. <laughs> Because Vegas books are completely different than an offshore book, like, like I mean I'm gonna steal it from Paul Paul Howard on on VSN. He literally said, "Bovada is not down the street from them in Vegas. Like it's literally not a book down the street from mm-hmm. from the Westgate or or Circa or any of these places. Bovada is an offshore book. Bovada and a Vegas book are completely different. They're not even close to one in the same." And you're not getting $50,000 down at a Vegas book on a prop like that. There's not a chance. And if you're telling
1: everybody to like bet that prop, right. like the odds are going to move. You're not going to get a good. It literally
0: stayed up. Like you mean yeah, to tell me that sure. even if he had 20 to 25 guys bet that at say $2,000 a piece or whatever you want to say, like $1,000 a piece at plus 750 after about five guys betting that, the odds are gonna move from plus seven fifty. Not all of them are gonna get that plus seven fifty. So it's whole it's a bullshit a story. Yeah, like it was for YouTube. The dude, the dude is hired by that Vitaly, whatever his name is from the UK, like the the famous YouTuber. Like he was hired. It's all a stint. He didn't make that much money. If he did, he didn't bet it in Vegas.
1: So let's just cut that out right now. Let's talk about another crock of shit. The Eagles owner wanting two first round picks for Carson Wentz. Whew. Like buddy, did you see what he did last year? Pretty sure he was the worst quarterback in all statistical categories. One of them. And like I wouldn't, he,
2: give, I wouldn't pay a rotten piece of cheese for him right now.
1: <laughs> hey, it might be better. Who knows? He uh, yeah. He's looking to get that that whole Stafford deal. Uh, people don't, owners don't know what to do with it because I don't know how they don't know what to do with it, but that's not the market. But yet, teams are now wanting to have that be the market. Like Carson Went, if if he's looking for a Stafford Goff trade, Carson Went is the Jared Goff in that trade. Like you have to pay somebody to take mm-hmm. him because his contract is just ridiculous. He signed a four-year extension worth 128 million, and he gets 108 guaranteed, like 108 million guaranteed. Like the Eagles got to pay for that pretty much. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's a sticky situation. He's definitely not getting two first-round picks. He may even get one. Uh, The Bears are interested, and the Colts are interested. I think he goes to the Colts, just to reunite with Frank Reich, but the Colts aren't going to give up a first-round pick for him.
0: I hope he doesn't go to the Colts. I mean, it's it's a better spot than the Bears for him, but I want to see Jacob Eason get a chance.
1: So do I. I got quite a few Jacob Eason cards, so... That'd be nice to sell those.
0: Bryce, any thoughts on Carson Wentz? Besides the piece of cheese?
2: Yeah, he's a dumpster fire. (laughs) I'd love to see Jacob Eason get a chance because he's got a great arm. and Just like Cody, I got some Jacob Eason cards that Mm
1: -hmm. we'd love to see boost up. You know why he's a dumpster fire, Bryce? Because he's red-haired. Yes, you got it! (laughs) God bless.
0: (laughs) Careful, he might come get you. I heard he's very... uh, very uncoachable and kind of a problem to be around, so. I,
2: I thought too much trash about Carson Lance. He's got a red beard. When I grow a <laughs> beard, oh, it's like you
1: got to stick together. Yep, there you go. <laughs> 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 oh. Other quarterback news, though, Russell Wilson pretty much calling out his offensive line for taking too many hits and calling out the team pretty much for not protecting him. What do you guys think about that?
2: Oh, that is so unlike Russell Wilson. No, nice. <clears throat> <throat> <throat> And then he's calling out people. This is so unlike him.
1: You think Roger Goodell told him to call him out if he wants to get out of Seattle? They're sitting right. next to each other in the super Bowl. Yeah, cool. he was sitting next to him. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't think Russ leaves Seattle. I think they I think they try to work with them a little bit.
2: I'm a big Russell Wilson fan. I mean the guy's just a good he's a winning quarterback they haven't had a losing season with him so if you're the Seahawks you cannot get rid of him you got to you got to work around him you got to get him pieces that he needs and first of all is obviously offensive line I mean he's got weapons to throw to yeah he's got a back in Chris Carson and like Rashad Penny and they're deep in that position too but it's just offensive line needs to get work and they need to invest in secondary because that's terrible too
0: mm-hmm. yeah they They don't have the defense they used to when when the Seahawks were actually, you know, a contender. I mean, their offense is still good. Like they have two of the like probably one of the top, what, I'd say five wide receiver combos in the NFL between DK and Tyler Lockett. Like Mm -hmm. I mean, he has weapons. Their offensive line is obviously not that good. And then their defense is interesting. (laughs) I mean, they have Jamal Adams, but let's be real, like the guy's just a freak athlete that you know, wants to hit people. He's basically like a hybrid linebacker. He's not a good cover guy. Like,
1: yep. <clears throat> I thought that was just very interesting when it popped up mm-hmm. that he was complaining a bit. And then uh, another interesting thing: the Dallas Cowboys leaving Dak Prescott off the twenty twenty one hype video. Wow, I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah. Social media guy left him off of that hype video. Maybe he so just doesn't like, like him. Dak's dad like tweeted like an emoji on Twitter, and like his whole camp is just like, "Uh, what's going on?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. So there'll be more news about that, I'm sure, coming out. But what was that, Bryce?
2: I didn't say anything.
0: Oh, <laughs> it's hard to tell. Um, any any other thoughts on Super Bowl trade rumors? Anything like off season wise?
1: I want to see some more trades to be honest. Like I like trades. Well, yeah. We we need to see more. So.
0: I mean we all play fantasy. We love trading. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: I'd love to I'd like to see where Matt Ryan ends up, but I, I just don't see him staying in Atlanta.
1: I think he stays for another season or two just cuz his contract is so bloated as well and like they haven't done anything to like protect him pretty much. So yeah, I think he's so going to be cool. like pay me. I don't know. I think he stays, but I think the Falcons draft a quarterback at 4 this year.
2: Yeah, I think so too.
1: So
2: funny watching him scramble. So slow.
1: (laughs) I mean, this guy, they kind of, he
0: kind of looks like Tom Brady scrambling, but Brady always has a good offensive line. They do need to move,
1: they do, they do need to move on from him. He had one good season. That's when he won MVP. They went to the Super Bowl, and that's pretty much all he's done. I mean, he's passed for high yardage. Yeah, because you have Julio, but like, basically, the team's not good. Move on. No.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that draft goes. I'm sure once that gets closer, we'll touch more on that. Obviously, most people think that it's going to be four quarterbacks, top four picks. So that'll be the first time. And is that the first time ever that four quarterbacks went one through four, I think? It's got to be. Something connected. like that, yeah. There's always like a defensive player or something else like up there yeah. usually. So
1: We might have to do like a top 10 <clears> or <throat> top five.
0: Yeah, we'll wait till that gets a little closer. Um yeah, I'll-
1: You'll see Mel Piper come out of
2: nowhere. Da 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 <laughs> here in
1: Seattle where they got some gray coffee. <laughs> Unbelievable! No, we need, we need to get Ty Schmidt on the pod. Do his Mel Honestly, Piper impression, dude. That was legendary. <laughs> his rant about Jordan Love and Gunther Koontz.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay,
1: doing the draft. It's draft, she's I'm I'm hyped. Yeah, fantasy football still. I mean, it's kind of dead right now, but, like, just do your research on draft soon. guys. Yeah, you know. it'll
0: be – I mean, if you're in Dynasty Leagues, it'll definitely be soon. So, um, well, we got nothing else <clears> left <throat> on that. So, um, let's move to the NBA. Well uh what's it been? Two weeks? About two and a half weeks since we did our Young three, Guns update?
1: I think three weeks, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think the I, – if I was looking correctly, it was, like, the 21st or 22nd of January. So, basically about three weeks for our NBA Young Guns. Um, Cody, Rice, either okay. one of you, or I can go first, either way.
1: I can kick it off. That's all right, BK? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, LaMelo Ball, Rookie of the Year. Pretty much. Um, He's starting now. His stats are just getting better and better. Uh, He's up to 27 minutes a game now, almost 15 points a game, six rebounds, six assists, one and a half steals a game. Um, He makes that offense go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, Big name, uh, they're actually performing very well. Like they're, I think they're number one in their division right now. Mm-hmm. I was just supposed to look it up. Actually. So Lamelo Ball, rookie of the year, I I think you lock it in right now. Um, James Wiseman, he's kind of a faller recently. I don't think he's even starting anymore. Um, his stats are just going down a little bit. Anthony Edwards, though, however, is starting. Um, he's up to twenty seven minutes a game, fourteen points a game three rebounds two assists um his field goal percentage is still not good like he's just jacking up shots left and right um i think he's just trying to push into that conversation rookie of the year um anthony edwards not doing a whole lot um or uh, sorry, Patrick Williams. Yeah, no, pa- Patrick. Yeah, no, <laughs> I got lost in my notes. Uh, Patrick Williams, he's pretty much doing the same. Twenty-seven minutes, ten points. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, though, no, he's he's getting more minutes. He's playing a lot better. I think he's the runner-up uh, rookie of the year right Can now. Did he go off last week? Last week, one game. I believe he did. I don't remember the stats though. I look real quick. I look every now and then. Um, precious Achua, he's just declining hard right now. Um, his value's gone down. Peyton Pritchard, pretty much doing the same. 20 minutes a game, 8 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists. Um, good role piece, nothing special though. Kendrick Nunn, however, he's a riser. Um, last time we talked, he was at 19 minutes a game. He's up to 27 minutes a game right now. 13 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists still. Um, I really like Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. And then uh, a new riser, Emmanuel Quickly. Backup point guard, huh? What's up? <laughs> Backup point guard for the Knicks. Um, he's getting about 19 minutes a game. He's averaging 12 points, two rebounds, three assists. Um, ooh, uh, somebody on Veasan had him. He heard about him. He watched some highlights before season started or whatever. And was, he was like, "This kid, like, he could absolutely go off." And he looked at his rookie of the year odds. It was at 200 to one before season started, and now he's like third or fourth favorite to win the award. So Emmanuel quickly, if you get his cards, they should be they should be pretty high value right now. Yeah, which we'll go over cards here in the next couple of weeks or so. So
0: um, I pulled up Halliburton stats. His last four games, he had 21, 23, 13, and 15. <laughs>
1: 29 minutes a game. That's just yeah. insane.
0: And his 23, he was eight for 12 from the field. 23, six, four, 2, and one. Yeah, absolutely insane.
1: I, I think he's runner up for rookie of the year. He's been good.
0: I mean, he was my sleeper, and I, 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 thought he was super undervalued when we, when we were talking like on draft night or like before the draft, predicting who we thought was gonna go where. And I said Tyrese Halliburton was my sleeper. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go next, I guess, because I'm gonna finish the show with. Uh, NHL betting angle so I don't just want to go right through with me talking the whole time so I'll do mine quick um, Keldon Johnson pretty much been his normal cell 14 seven and three nothing really changing there. Uh, last time I talked Darius Garland he was I think he missed like six seven games in a row. Um, he's back now he's at 16 six and two he's pretty much doing the same thing couple down games couple big games. Pretty much right there um calves have actually fell off a little bit they started super hot and now they're losing quite a few games um tyler hero big news he was i mean he's been coming off the bench and a lot of people were like kind of confused about that but he's playing starter minutes he's playing 34 minutes a game he's not worried about it he knows his role he he is embracing it basically he's uh 17 6 and 4 off the bench um darius basley He's at 12-8-2, which is up from all of his stats last time. He was right around 10-7-1 last time. So he's been producing a lot better lately. A couple nights ago, he actually played 31 minutes against the Lakers and had 21-16-3. So he actually went off against probably the best team in the NBA right now, if we had to say it. Um, DeAndre Hunter, the last three games that he played – he had 33, 22, and 21, absolutely bawling. But he's missed the last six games with a knee injury, and just a couple days ago he had arthroscopic knee surgery. So he's probably going to be out for a while. So DeAndre Hunter, he's had a basically a breakout year, and now he's going to be out for a while after surgery. So that kind of sucks. I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, injuries happen, but DeAndre Hunter, I mean, I still think you can pick up some cards for cheap and he's mm-hmm. he's definitely proved that he's basically Trey Young's next go to man. I mean Bogdan's been out for a while. Cam Reddish hasn't picked up the slack with Hunter and Bogdan out. So basically it's it's Trey Young, John Collins, and DeAndre Hunter. It's like, kinda
1: of disappointing Cam hasn't picked it up because I, know. I, I have a lot of his cards. Yeah, I don't I
0: don't really know what he's doing, but yeah, that's uh, all I got for my guys. So I'll let Bryce give a little thought on his.
2: Well, what's what's new with Zion? <laughs> Absolutely wrecking ball through this league. He's averaging almost 24 a game, shooting 60% from the field, chipping in seven rebounds and almost three assists. A the the one-man wrecking group. Insane. <laughs> Unbelievable. John Morant starting to come around again. I mean. He was injured there for a little while, but ever since he's came back, he's been lighting a little spark for the Grizz. He's averaging 18 a game with almost 8 assists.
0: They just beat LaMelo last night.
2: Love that. <laughs> um, RJ Barrett, um, he's putting stats in every category. Not shooting the best. I mean, he's only shooting 43% from the field. He jacks up shots. Yeah. But bring it in because his range is not there yet. Um, He's averaging... 17 a game, almost seven rebounds, three assists. Um, he's their centerpiece really in New York right now. He needs to play good for them to win games. Yeah. And then Julius Julius Randle is playing really, really good this year. It's, Dude,
0: I'm pretty sure he gets a double double every night. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Denny, he uh, he's been struggling a little bit for the Wizards. He's getting a Good amount of minutes, he's averaging twenty three minutes a game. He's just not filling up the points category. He's only averaging seven a game, chipping in almost five rebounds and a couple assists. I think as the year goes on, you'll see those minutes go up. Yeah. More. Lately he's been playing a little bit more minutes, like twenty eight a game almost.
0: Well wow. The problem with Denny is um Rui came back. He was hurt to start the year and Rui's back and he's He's averaging 13, 5, and 2 right now, and he's had a couple big games with 24, 19, and 50 in different, ga- different games scoring, so Ruiz kind of came in and took over for Denny a little bit. And,
1: and Scott Brooks really isn't that good of a coach either. He's not even using his players in the right way. Um, I was listening to somebody break down Denny's game a couple weeks ago or whatever, because I think they were playing the Rockets, and the guy had like a breakdown of it. He's like, he's not even using Denny in the right way. Like... I can't remember exactly what he said, but he said he should be using him this way, not this way what he's doing. So mm-hmm. he he's just misusing Denny. Denny's still a very good player. So
2: And then the uh, last one I got, I really like mm-hmm. him and he playing a lot of minutes lately and been scoring and filling up the categories. Cole Anthony. Um Cole Anthony this year is averaging almost twenty seven minutes a game, eleven points, um, three and well, four assists. The only downfall of this mm-hmm. game right only shooting 37% from the field. That's pitiful. That's mm-hmm. pretty bad. But he's been playing lots of minutes, lots of valuable minutes for that Magic team, especially since, um, I can't think of his name there. First overall pick couple of, like four years ago, five years ago.
0: Your guy. My guy? Yeah, your guy. Fultz. Ooh. Oh, Marco Fultz. Fultz. Okay. Yeah, Fultz, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yes. He's been injured, you know, I mean, Cole Anthony's been having to play a lot of minutes, and, I mean, he's filling up the stat category. He's just got to fix his shot a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's uh, all I got for our little Young Guns update.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, we've pretty much talked about, like, a lot of their over the I mean, this is, what, the third time <clears> we've done <throat> this now, I think, the Young Guns. Um, we pretty much just talked about their stats and what they're doing we haven't really mentioned like card prices. So uh, we'll have to do that one of these episodes for you guys. And you know, just update on the cards in general, I guess. Now that NFL is over with, and it's kind of I mean, it's not a slow season, because we're we're in the heart of college basketball season, the NBA is in full swing, hockey is 15 games in almost. So yeah, we're, uh, we're still I mean, there's still quite a bit of sports, but I mean, not as much to talk about because most of our show for a while there was based around the NFL, so pretty much we'll start talking cards again consistently, but uh, if you guys don't have anything else on the NBA, we'll move on to uh, hockey. Nothing? Nothing, boys? Nothing, Gucci? All right, so let's give a little uh, rundown of, like, division standings, updates quick. Um... The Canadian, North Division, Montreal and Toronto were tied last time we updated the standings last week, I believe, on the pod. Well, Toronto is on like a 10, I believe a 10 game point streak. They're absolutely insane right now. They beat Montreal last night. Montreal went up one nothing, and uh, Toronto ended up beating them 4-2. So I was kind of, I didn't bet on Montreal, but I, I, I was kind of sad to see that because I, I do like watching Montreal, but. Uh, Toronto now has 23 points, leading the league and their division. Uh, Montreal's in second with 18 points. Uh, Boston in the East is at 20 points right now, second overall in the uh, NHL points-wise. Uh, Philly's right behind them with 18 points. Um, the Central Division, Tampa, insane, 9-1-1, <laughs> 19 points. They're going to run away with the division. I mean, they're they're just a wrecking ball, and they don't even have – their best player and probably third best player in the whole NHL on their team right now. Nikita Kucherov—he's hurt. So it's just insane what that team can do. They're just absolutely nuts every year. Um, and then we got the West Vegas has finally picked it up a little bit. Uh, they have 17 points. They're eight, one and one Colorado. They haven't played in, I want to say like a week and a half, something like that. Jeez. They've had some COVID stuff going on along with the Minnesota Wild and I'm trying to think of the other team. There's a third team that has some stuff going on right now too. So like a lot of those teams are kind of not playing right now. So Colorado's stuck on 15. They'd probably be leading the division if they were playing games right now. But They're
1: not in a bubble, are they?
0: No, no, they're all travel, But they're playing only the people in their division. So they're traveling specifically to these same – teams like they're not going all over you know what I mean so I mean in that sense I guess they kind of are in a bubble with their own division but not technically in one place so yeah that's a little update on just the standings um and then we'll go to my favorite the first second and third period overs and unders first period um oh shit (laughs) give me one second (laughs) you guys want to talk for a So I'm not on my phone because Bryce is on it. And I just screenshotted some of these. So they're on my laptop. Currently, um, the period overs, first period, I believe, is 93 and 88 right now. So, I mean, they're just over 500. They started super slow. Um, Second period overs, 105 and 75. So... I mean, if you're betting second period overs, it's still very profitable. Obviously, a lot of them are juiced up. I mean, if you're taking the over one and a half, which that's the standard. A lot of places put up twos now. But if you're taking the one and a half, it's definitely going to be juiced. So, you have to win at the rate that the the record is. Otherwise, you're going to be losing money putting that much juice into it. And then uh, the third period is 115 and 66. So, (laughs) Pretty, pretty wild how good the third period is compared to the first period, which was complete opposite last year, I believe. I think first period the last couple years was absolutely bananas. Like you, you made so much money betting first period overs. Um, Team-wise, the best team to the first period over, which is crazy that there's anyone even remotely close to this, uh, the Senators are actually 11-3 and three to the first period over, despite how bad the first period over is as a whole. And then three teams that are bad to the first period over, so if you're betting their first period unders, the Bruins are 10-1 to the under, the Ducks are 11-3, and three, and the Stars are 8-2. So, I mean, just those three teams alone, if you're betting first period unders on those three teams, you're making a good amount of money. Uh, second period, we have two teams that are pretty good to the over, capitals are 11 and one kings are 10 and two and then one team i mean they're not even really that bad but the ducks are five and nine to the over in the second period so they're nine and five if you're betting the under i mean that's not terrible but it's it's basically the worst one to the second period that's how good the second period overs have been and then the third period ah it's pretty insane there's six teams i believe that are Three losses or less to the third period over. The Flyers are twelve and one. Maple Leafs are twelve and two. Predators are eleven and two. Blues are ten and three. Uh, Bruins are nine and two, and the Avs, the Avalanche, are nine and two. But they haven't played, like I said, so that could be better or worse depending on the games that they missed. Um, If you're betting all those teams to the third period over, (laughs) you're loving life right now. And then the one semi bad team to the third period over is the Winnipeg Jets. They are four and eight, so if you're betting their unders in the third period, you're eight and four, which the unders aren't as juiced. they're probably near minus one ten range, so I mean that's pretty good, I mean eight and four. you're still liking that too, so uh that's uh pretty much all I got for the period overs and unders.
1: If teams aren't playing, they're not practicing either, then are they? I don't think so, no. So their numbers could be a little wonky when they come back. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, the thing is, it's like with the Avalanche, um, McKinnon's been hurt, and Landeskog and Rantanen are both on the COVID protocol. So it's like, even if they were playing, their whole first line is gone. (laughs) So it's... It's pretty insane right now. Don't
1: all teams have like affiliates though, in like the AHL or whatever the heck it's called? Yeah, in their minors, like the minor leagues. How come they can't call people up? Like it's same with the NBA. Like
0: I mean, they I guess they can, but it's like the level of hockey that they're going to be playing at the at the NHL level is just completely different. It's not. I mean, the MLB you see it more often with guys being called up and sent down and stuff, mm -hmm. but it's completely different. Like. I mean, not that I'm saying baseball's an easier sport, I'm just saying you can throw a guy in right field and, you know, have him bat once a game or something, compared to having a guy have to skate eight to ten minutes a game with all these NHL players. Mm-hmm. Like, it's completely different, so. I
2: have to throw in a couple things for hockey, quick.
0: Big hockey guy um, now.
2: Yeah, um... <laughs> I was really pissed last night on FanDuel. It's time for me to just pull out everything from there because I tried to go bet the third period over last night in that Maple Leafs game, and it wouldn't let me. I'm like, get the hell out of here! I, I knew it was going to hit over. It was what was it one to one going into the third?
0: Uh, I believe it was either one one or Toronto was up two one. I'm not sure, but yeah, I had I had that third period over from like earlier. But I mean, you got to find like you've mentioned this to me before about FanDuel not having that stuff. <laughs> So. The only time
2: I it is the first period over yep.
0: under that, which that doesn't make any sense. It's like if you're gonna offer the first period, why not before the game, allow allow you to bet every period? Like it doesn't make sense. Every other book that I have checked, like I use a couple different online books. I use DraftKings sometimes in person at our local casino that just opened up. Like they all have first, second, third period overs. <laughs> Or under, whatever you want to bet. Like why why is FanDuel not allowing you to bet second and third period pre flop?
2: Good question. It pisses me off.
0: <laughs> I don't know. A little shot at FanDuel there.
2: And the second thing, this one hurt my heart. Niku Koivu retiring earlier this week. Long time wild player, we miss we miss him. And uh <laughs> it's tough to see the old bastard call or quits, but and he's getting up there in age, and he probably can't skate with the boys anymore.
0: Yeah, he's pretty old. I mean, he, he did his time in the NHL, though. He was a dog for a while.
1: All right, time to call Kevin Gravel. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Honestly, hometown boy.
1: That guy, what's he doing now?
0: He's on the Kings. Uh, is he on the Kings? or the? I think he's on Vegas's, uh AHL team.
2: Yeah, because I knew he was on the Kings' the yeah. AHL, and he was, was pulled up a little bit every once in a while with them for a while.
0: Yeah, the year that the Kings won the Cup, uh, I want to say sometime between five and ten years ago, I'm not exactly sure on the year, but the year the Kings won the cup, he was on their AHL team <laughs> like he was on their Miami the team. Screw
2: it, give the guy a ring.
0: I know, he should get one. I mean, he, I think he played a couple games with them mm-hmm. that year, so they should give him one, really.
2: He's part of the squad,
0: yeah, that's a hometown guy. <laughs> no one knows who we're talking about, which probably they don't, but um anything else on hockey or anything really i mean kind of a shorter episode but we don't really have a whole lot to talk about this
1: week now that football is over i might have to dive into the nba a little bit yeah start getting better numbers and stuff yeah. because i don't know what to bet like i just see the bo- odd odds boost on DraftKings and FanDuel. it's just like okay i'll take some of these
0: yeah i don't know i'm i'm not a big nba fan betting wise i mean i have bet the nba before and i'm i mean. The the times I've bet the NBA, I've actually been okay, but it's just I I can't I can't find any value betting on the NBA for the most part. I mean, it's just not for me. I don't know. I'm good at hockey. I'm good at college basketball
1: and my other sports. So. one thing I do know: the Brooklyn Nets over is usually a pretty good play. Usually, yeah, they have like the best offense. No, last night, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, they have the best offense and like one of the worst defenses. So. Same with same with Toronto and Washington.
0: Because Washington is very efficient Mm -hmm. on offense but terrible on defense, and Toronto can score the ball, and they're also pretty bad on defense. So, I do know that.
1: One thing I saw today, though, uh, the Miami Heat were looking to trade for Kyle Lowry.
0: I I saw that when I was looking through my Tyler Hero stuff before the pod today. There was talks that the Bulls could possibly send Zach Levine to the Heat in a trade for, like, Hero, a couple firsts, and something else. I think it's just rumors, but I did see that all day. D
1: Wade's been pushing like uh, Zach Levine's name pretty hard this year. He's like, get this guy in the all star game like he deserves it. Levine's just balling. Levine's
0: been insane.
1: (laughs) 46 points last night. I love the guy ever since he came out of college. So.
2: And then Kobe White going off.
1: Yeah, Kobe had 30 last night too. Yeah, we even really talked about Kobe
0: White. He wasn't really on any of our lists.
2: Yeah, as in. Riley would say, A sweet life of Zach and Kobe. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he is a Bulls fan.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: I was about to say, I'm not even going to go off on my Duke run as usual because i am just <laughs> given
1: up, really. Yeah, they might miss the tournament. I this don't year. think
0: they're making the turn unless no. some miraculous miracle in hell they win the ACC tournament, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: not a
2: chance. I don't not
1: think so. We, we can drink to that when the time comes, BK. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I
0: know.
2: <laughs> and, uh, Another thing I was gonna say in the Super Bowl, Kermit the Frog, aka Patrick Mahomes, he got squashed by Miss Piggy, aka Tom Brady.
0: <laughs> Why it's is Tom that, Brady Miss Piggy?
2: Because well, it he just got matches squashed. with
0: it just matches with the yeah. He just okay. squashed
2: them. Miss Piggy's large probably would destroy <laughs> Kermit because yeah. she's
0: big. But Tommy, Tommy's not big. I mean, he was at his draft day combine, well, but I mean, just, he's not big just, anymore. Yeah,
2: Tom, when he was a rookie, was pretty fat looking. Yeah. But it's, it's just went two and two together, made four, and whatever. Look,
0: God, Tom Brady, what a legend. Let's, let's end it on that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, uh, hopefully the audio wasn't too bad off the phone, but we'll see afterwards. Um, mm-hmm. We obviously appreciate you guys, as always, listening. Um, we should be back next week. Maybe we'll have a little card update. We'll see. We haven't really decided yet. So, on that note, uh, we want to plug our Twitters, Bryce. Uh, I'm
2: at Bryce Kelly 77.
0: <laughs> I'm the J in JBC Sports, and I'm at JBC Sports underscore Cody. Give us a follow, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.